All right, we're going to uh, jump ahead now. We talked about the t-test, and uh, uh, we're going to look at the one-way analysis of variance. This is uh, chapter 16 in your, uh, in your latest edition here. But what is the analysis of variance? The analysis of variance, ANOVA, is a statistical method used to test for significance in the, in the means of several groups. Um, and in one way, ANOVA, only one independent variable defines the group or groups. Now, there are some assumptions that we have to uh, live by. Uh, the dependent variable must be continuous, not discrete, but continuous, uh, and, and or at least the interval or ratio level of measurement. Samples must be independently drawn and normally distributed, and the variance of the group population should be approximately equal. We say homogeneity of, of variance. The independent variable is discrete or categorical. And uh, you can review these on, uh, in your textbook uh, on uh, pages uh, 410 and so forth there. But uh, he has a, a little review of the assumptions, which I think is, uh, is important here. It says, for the analysis of variance, we have three assumptions. We assume that each of the populations from which we, are, which we sample are normally distributed, no matter how else they may differ. We assume that those populations will have the same variance, even if their means are different. And we assume that the uh, uh, observations are independent. For example, the fact that you scored above the mean has nothing to say about whether I will score above the mean. So that's kind of a, a recap of, of that. Uh, and when we say they're equal variances, they don't have to be exactly equal, but pretty close. Uh, but the logic behind the, the ANOVA, uh, to test the, the high, in all hypothesis, we need two estimates of the population variance. We need uh, MS error, the mean square error, which indicates how the subjects in the same treatment group vary, and it's independent of the null hypothesis. Then we also need the, the mean square group, which indicates how the group means vary, and it is dependent upon uh, the H naught. If the mean square error and the mean square group agree, we do not reject the null. So we have a numerator and a denominator, and if they're similar, we're going to get like a 1 for our, our F value, and if they agree, then it's, there's no significance. If the mean square group is much larger than the mean square error, we reject H0. Um, now, actually, if, if, we, if we look on page, uh, uh, I believe it's page 413 here, uh, he talks about these things, and, and I think it's, it's helpful. His definition of uh, MS within, mean square within, and MS error are one and the same. And, and that refers to variability among subjects uh, in the same treatment group. So sometimes it's called a mean square within or mean square uh, error. Okay. And then MS between, also known as uh, MS groups, mean square groups, or mean square treatment. So sometimes you'll see a problem and then it'll use one word or the other and you think, well, this is something different. But okay. anyway, most ANOVA calculations deal with the sum of squares, SS, not Sunday school, uh, which is the sum of the squared deviations around the mean or a multiple of this. The SS total is the sum of square deviations of all the observations regardless of their treatment. And the SS group is the sum of square deviations of the group means from the, from the grand mean multiplied by the number of observations. Now, a lot of things, and we're going to look at an example, hopefully that will clear up here a little bit for us. But, uh, uh, and the, the sum of squares error is the sum of the square deviations within, within each group. 
Now, degrees of freedom, of course, we talked about that before, but uh, refers to the number of independent pieces of information remaining after estimating one or more parameters. Uh, the uh, the de degrees of freedom for the total is, is n minus 1, our big N, that's the total population size minus 1. Uh, and that's your SS total degrees of freedom. Uh, we associate degrees of freedom group as k minus 1. So if you have three different groups that you're comparing, then it would be k minus 1, 3 minus 1, or 2 would be the degrees of freedom. Uh, we associate the degrees of freedom error as k, in that case if we had 3 minus 1 or 2, times uh, n minus 1, which is the, the, the sample size. If in, say one sample was uh, 10, you had three different groups of 10. So anyway, that would give us our degrees of freedom for the error there. Then the f statistic is the ratio of the mean squared group to the mean squared error. So the group is the, uh, the between and the within and the so you have to keep those straight. Why do a one-way ANOVA? This test is designed to establish whether a significant or non-chance difference exists among several sample means. It is the ratio of the variance occurring between the sample means to the variance occurring within the sample groups. Uh, when the variance between is larger than the variance within, usually that indicates a non-chance or a significant difference. Again, the numerator greater than the denominator. The F ratio determines significance. So the, we had a T test, now we're talking about an F test. Yeah. Uh, we, we have chi-square, we have uh, all these different things that are uh, in different chapters here, of course. But what does ANOVA do? ANOVA, the analysis of variance, involves the partitioning of variance of the dependent variable into different components. We have the between-group variability, we have the within-group variability. More specifically, the analysis of variance is a method for partitioning the total sum of squares into two additive and independent parts. Right. So if you added the within and the between, you'd get the total. Uh, the use of ANOVA, we use one-way ANOVA to test when the mean of a variable, the dependent variable, differs among three or more groups. We did a t-test before. We could do, if you had three groups, we could do a t-test with A and B and B and C and A and C, but uh, it's, it's a little slicker, easier to use a, a novia. Okay. An example here, compare uh, whether systolic blood pressure differs between a control group and two treatment groups. Okay. Now the model, the ANOVA model, is it's the TSS, the total sum of squares is equal to the within plus the between, mm -hmm. and uh, we've talked about those, so we'll just kind of zip through those. What is a factor? Another term that we use. A factor is an independent treatment variable whose settings or values are controlled and varied by the experimenter. The intensity, uh, the intensity setting of the factor is the level. So, uh, and we'll look at, look at that uh, as we do some problems later. But levels may be quantitative numbers or, in many cases, simply present or not present, either zero or one. One-way calculation, one-way ANOVA calculations. Uh, now, the grand mean, which is the mean of all the means, so if you have three groups, you'd find the mean for each of those, but that would be the, the grand mean is the, the mean of all of them combined. Mm -hmm. And you have your formulas here. Uh, the grand mean is a summation of, of uh, n times x bar, and so if we're going to look at an example that we'll bring, uh, we'll, we'll apply these things here in a minute. But they look kind of uh, uh, intimidating there, but I think once you work through them, they're not so bad. The total variation the between groups variation, and then the within groups variation. And we've got the, the formulas there. 
Uh, and then the F statistic, of course, is just the, uh, uh, the fraction, if you please. We have the, the between, sum of squares between, uh, divided by the within. All right. There are several types of ANOMA, ANOVA for use in different applications. This is where we're going to kind of uh, zoom out here a little bit. And uh, a one-way ANOVA is used to test for differences among two or more independent groups. A one-way ANOVA for repeated measures, which is in a different chapter, but is used when subjects are exposed to repeated measures. In such cases, the same subjects are used for uh, each treatment, much like the repeated uh, t-test there. But uh, factored or factorial ANOVA, which is another chapter as well, is used to study the effects of two or more treatment groups. Not just one, but, but two or more. And then a mixed design ANOVA is used when one factor is independent of the other and is, uh, is repeated measures. And then, of course, uh, the biggie multivariate, uh, we're talking univariate before, but the multivariate analysis of variance, the MANOVA, is appropriate when there is more than one dependent variable in the experiment. And that's, uh, we're not talking about that now, we're just doing the simple one, no one way. way right. All right, we're going to look at an example now. And this is uh, uh, epinephrine and memory. I wasn't sure of how to pronounce it <laughs> when I first saw it, but uh, this is based on... Uh, on a study uh, by Internoni Col uh, Collision and uh, McGaw, I guess is how you'd say that. Anyway, they trained mice to go left on a Y maze. They injected uh, them with either 0, 0 0.1, 0 0.3, or 1.0 milligrams of uh, epinephrine. The next day, trained them to go right in the same Y maze. So the, de the dependent variable in this case is the number of trials to learn reversal, to go right instead of left. Uh, more trials to learn the new task indicates better retention uh, or more interference from uh, uh, day one. And it re reflects the epinephrine's uh, effect on memory. So now this is a, uh, a table here that we're going to look at. And uh, uh, actually, before we looked at that, I was going to show you an example on, on uh, page 418 of, uh, so we can get a handle on some of these formulas and so forth. But if you look at, uh, uh, at the example on page 416, table 4, this has to do with, uh, uh, with uh, rhyming. This is Eisenach's study. Uh, recall on uh, word study, and uh, so in this table we have uh, uh, we have what five different groups: uh, counting, rhyming, adjective, imagery, or uh, intentional. And I we're, we're not looking at the study just just so, but I just wanted you to see that we have uh, of these five groups we have the mean of the first one is seven, and then six point nine and eleven and so forth. We have their standard deviations listed as well. We have their variance. Of course, the standard deviation, as we said, is the square root of the variance. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the, uh, the grand mean is the mean of all those means, which in this case is 10.06. So we could average those five values and get the, the overall mean. But to do the, the, uh, the SS total, the sum of squares total, notice we, knew, uh, we do the, the summation of, uh, and he uses I and J for uh, the subscripts. I'm not sure if you worked with... Uh, X of I and X of J, where we're looking at rows and columns and so forth. But in this case, um, we're going to begin with 9 and subtract the grand mean, 10.06, from that and square it. Then we're going to come down and do 8 uh, 
minus that 10.6 and square it. And we're going to do this all the way down and we get uh, uh, where our last one is all the way over in the, what, the fifth column, we had 11. So when we do all that, which is rather <laughs> laborious to do by hand, of course you're going to do uh, some with SPSS and some mm -hmm. statistical things, which makes it real it simple and quick. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, you get your total sums of squares okay. is uh, 786.82. Mm -hmm. We do the same thing for groups here and for error, and uh, we have the formulas written there. Mm -hmm. And you see that uh, in this case, it's a little bit different approach, but we're, we're still using that grand mean, the, the 10.06 uh, uh, and so forth. But for our group sum of squares, we've got 351.52. Now there's another formula for finding the error or the simple way to do it is you've already got, they have to all add up to what the total is. So the error is equal to the total minus what we did with the groups. Okay. So that's the simpler and quicker. So if you subtract the 351 from the 786, you get uh, 435. Then our degrees of freedom, if we look at the summary table down here, um, we had our degrees of freedom in this case is four because we had five groups minus one is four, right? And our, our sum of squares here is uh, 351, which we got when we did our uh, sum of squares group. And then we did, for the error term, our degrees of freedom is, uh, is 45. And so we would do that by following the form that we did for degrees of freedom, adding those up and dividing or subtracting. So we have 45 degrees of freedom. But the nice thing, when you get these numbers figured out, it just, you just kind of squeeze your answer out, if you please. Mm -hmm. You've got your source, your degrees of freedom, your sum of squares. Your mean square mm -hmm. is you divide the sum of squares by degrees of freedom. So if we divide 351.52 by 4, you get the 87.88. Mm -hmm. And we do the same thing. Dividing this by 45, we get 9.67. And then to get your final answer, you divide the numerator by the denominator, and that gives you your your F value, okay. your okay. statistic. So mm -hmm. now we'll, we won't through, we'll go through all the numbers there, but in this case, the, uh, uh, the, these are the dosage ones. We have our means, we have our standard deviation, we have the grand mean 378. So you would then uh, start with the sum of squares. Uh, we would do our total sum of squares, or you'd have to crank those out, uh, compute the de degrees of freedom, compute the F statistic, and this is what it should look like. Your total sum of squares uh, is 216.44. Your groups uh, is, is 132.556. Okay. And your error is 83.889. Okay. And then you'd go to your uh, uh, degrees of freedom. And you'd have uh, n minus 1 for the, for the 1. And then the, for groups, it was uh, g minus 1. And then for the error, it's, it's that g times the n minus 1. We used T, I think, in the other one, but uh, we're looking at. Uh, so in observations in each group, uh, and we have N minus 1 for the degrees of freedom, uh, the times, uh, the, the G group. So this is the summary of our table. Right. Uh, we had three degrees of freedom. Our error, we had 68. And those, of course, add up to 71. We had our uh, sum of squares divided by 3 is the 44. And our 83, our error sum of squares divided by our degrees of freedom, in that case 68, is 1.234. Mm -hmm. How often would that happen? It but anyway, uh, then if we divide the 44.185 by 1.234, we get our F value of 35. That's quite large, I mean, just looking at it. And of course, that is uh, 
significant. Our p-value is less than 0.5, so that is a, uh, uh, a significant F value. So our conclusions then, the F uh, for groups is significant. We would uh, obtain an F of uh, this size when H naught is true, less than one time out of a thousand. So uh, fairly significant there. Mm -hmm. The difference in uh, group means cannot be explained by random error. There's something going on there. The number of trials to learn reversal depends upon the level of epinephrine. Mm -hmm. So uh, to finalize our conclusions here, the injection of the epinephrine following uh, learning uh, appears to uh, uh, consolidate that learning. Okay. High, dosage, uh, high doses may have a, a negative effect. So these are some of the problems, uh, or uh, looking at a, an example, that hopefully that helps you understand I know there's a lot in there, and the best thing you can do is just crank through them by hand uh, at least once before you do the, uh, uh, the statistical software approach. <laughs> All right.